Welcome. This is King Jesus Dallas podcast. As a church, we exist to minister the heart of Jesus and experience the beauty of his transforming presence. And now, enjoy this podcast. I want to welcome everybody that is listening throughout all the social media. Today is a very special day. We have two very important people for us. Um, today we're going to be speaking about something that um, sometimes we don't talk about it. And, and we're going to be talking and I'm going to be making some questions on how is the life behind the scenes for every Piki. So today we have with us Mauri Sandoval, Steven Sandoval. Welcome guys. How are you? Doing good. Doing great. Just ate. Nice. <laughs> How was your food, man? It's good. It was Very good. Very good. So for those that maybe don't know, uh, they are um, under the ministry. They work in the ministry. They are involved in ministry. They are um, in everything that they could be involved in. I just want to ask you some questions. How's life behind behind the scenes for a PK, for a pastor's kid? Um, Maori. So, well, more than anything, we took the responsibility as pastor's kids to just support our parents and um, that's been kind of a process just learning how to do that the right way it's something that is very tedious at times because even though your parents are your parents you also have to understand that they're your pastors yeah so that line of not crossing like disrespecting or you know because you're familiarized because you're your family like you need to be able to cut that out of your life and see them as your pastors as well um, being in ministry has been a blessing uh, for both of us we grew up in ministry we grew up doing uh, you know video and audio and production so you know thank god we've been very involved with many ministries and um, more than anything it's it's beautiful to see how god connects different churches and different ministries together and as pastor's kids i feel like we have a grace that it allows us to connect with people a lot easier rather than you know someone who isn't a pastor's kid it's just a little bit different because obviously who our who our dad is but it's also a lot of, it's it's a lot of pressure at times because people put expectations on us <laughs> to to live up to a certain standard and and sometimes you know that can be very uncomfortable and we sometimes don't like that <laughs> mm-hmm. and you just got to get used to it and just yeah. deal with it but Steve, do you have anything to add on to that? No, yeah, it's basically the same thing. Just it was a hard process. I don't know if it was for you, but for me, it was it was a hard process to get used to in terms of yeah. like being an example. Even mm-hmm. when we were really young, like a yeah. lot younger. Because yeah. what now? I'm I'm 21. You're what? 24. 24. So like even being like 15, we were being put as examples. Wow, mm-hmm. um, that's hard. E- even when like past when pastor wasn't a pastor, because mm-hmm. yeah. he was the leader in the area. Yeah. So just being in that position was something that not a lot of people go through. So it was it was just a hard process to figure out how to go through and, and how to properly manage that and, and like stick to those those expectations. Let me ask you something. In the practical, how do you make sure that you're not crossing the line with your parents? How do you make sure that you're not um, familiar to them? How do you know? I guess what I'm trying to uh, to know is how do you know when is that? speaking and when is pastor speaking well more than anything 
I would like to answer this by saying like a lot of people think, oh, at home he's dad and here he's pastor. <laughs> uh, it's not really like that. Uh, Explain that, please. <laughs> with, with my dad, with my dad, it's very different. He's always thinking about church, right? And student, and that's not a it's, it's not a bad thing. I'm just saying like he's always thinking of how to expand the kingdom of God. Of course. So his mentality is always, oh, we can do this, we can do that, and then he always relies on us a lot. So we always see that like mutual respect in the sense of I trust you you know that 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 trust of son I trust you mm. can you help me with this so that's where I would say like me personally where I see like I can't cross that line because he's my boss but he's also my dad so I don't I look at it as okay I have all these responsibilities but I don't want to let him down and also in the spiritual aspect I I receive from him because I recognize what he carries and what God has given him so I don't want to disrespect that or bad or how do you say like manage it wrong you know um steve i don't know i agree um but one thing i i do want to say it's not like he's not our dad everywhere yeah Mm -hmm. like if you're around him or around us anytime even at church Mm -hmm. he's still our dad he's still messing with us he's he's always loving on us and um like at home here a lot of people that work with us and and see us daily see it daily and i think that also shines through us but like what mario was saying i think it's it's a thing of us acknowledging and like recognizing that when he's pastor, we allow that to be ministered into us, you know, yeah. like we let yeah. that happen. We allow yeah. it in our hearts more than being like, That's this is my dad right and I'm not going to take that or That's I'm not, good. I don't want to listen to that or something like that, mm-hmm. which shouldn't be a, an idea in any sense. But uh, like being able to tell the difference between dad and pastor, I think it's just sometimes could be on the subject and sometimes it's just, you can tell when pastor's being pastor and when pastor's being dad. But either way, both are very loving. Can you tell me like in a specific time that maybe was like super hard for you to try to understand or or trying to put a balance, something maybe specific or during any type of situation or any specific year i don't know do you want to go first, you want to go first? You want to go. so we'll, we'll keep the trend of you going first. for me <laughs> for me it's it was whenever i see people that are going to hurt my parents mm. and i don't want to overstep because i see how much love they have or i see people that are gonna have their own agenda you yeah. get me and it's gonna hurt them and i've seen them hurt a lot yeah you know because it happens as a pastor um and people who take advantage of them so for me it's a thing where i had to learn how to bite my tongue and just mm-hmm. let god show them mm-hmm. because if it's me telling them i don't want it to be me in my flesh i want it to be you know what god if this is what i see and i perceive i'd rather pray about it than go tell them mm-hmm. obviously there's moments where i'm like hey dad like straight up i see this but there's moments where i'm like oh, i don't want to say nothing i'm just gonna let god show him and surely enough, God always, God always shows him, you know, mm. whether it's in a good way or in a bad way. But I think that's a way that like, um, at least for me, I've been tested because I, there's moments where you want to speak up about things and there's moments when to do it and when not to do it. And I think learning how to, when to hold your tongue and when not to speak that's is good. very important because mm. it can be a good moment. It can be a bad moment. My dad's a human. Yeah. So. And it's hard. I, I bet it's hard for you guys because you have the, all, all the trust and all the, you know, you're the son so you can technically can talk about anything at any time yeah but this is what you're saying i think it brings a lot of direction to many pks that are listening because since they are in the position of being sons they think they could maybe talk or say anything at any time so it's really good what yeah. you're saying knowing when to speak and how to speak is That's very good. important and knowing that whenever you're speaking about someone 
it it shouldn't be out of oh because I don't like this person. Mm. It has to be out of okay, what's happening? Like, is do they have malice in their heart? Are yes. they here to hurt my dad or mm. my family or the ministry, or is it just because you know not the guy being the person? You have to be able to perceive that and uh, and communicate it and hold your put your feelings aside and be like God, what is. What am I, what are you speaking to me? Are you showing me like, is this person going to hurt my, my parents or is it me just assuming things? So that's where, at least for me, I'm like very, okay, you know what? I'm going to wait. And th- th- what I usually do whenever I feel that way, I start praying. I'm like, God, show me. And then surely enough, God shows me. Mo- the majority of the time he shows me, okay, this person, you know, has a pure heart or this person's here with an agenda or they're here to hurt or yeah. they want to, you know, w- whatever the case may be. Steve, I don't know if you Yeah, want. even like in like a personal aspect, sometimes, like you were saying, like it, it gets kind of hard to tell what's happening or, or who's speaking in that sense. Like if you come with a problem and you're like, hey, dad, but then he turns into pastor mm. and tries to pastor instead of um, like just be dad in yeah. that moment. Um, but I think there... Again, it's just a thing of understanding, like, I, I need this and I need to accept this. And and there's wisdom coming out either way, That's good. you know, and, yeah. and actually, like, taking that wisdom. Because, like, at the end of the day, he can tell me whatever he wants, but it's my decision on yeah. if I take it or not or if I, if I take an action, whatever he says, that's good. you know. So I think that's also something that needs to be, like, looked at and, and completely understood that it, it's still our choice to to say yes or to say wow. no to whatever wow. they're they're giving. Yeah. Let me ask you something. What do you do when you don't agree? Oof. But like, let's just with something that let's he, just be raw. Mm. Like, what do you do when you just hate it? Go ahead. I, I, the funny thing <laughs> not, is, not, not disagree. You hate it. The, the funny when, thing when is, something's going on. <laughs> I'm always right. I'm always the one when we talk about stuff that like kind of brings the logical side of like, okay, but can we do this? But then this happens. But then what would this happen? I was and gonna then, say that. Yeah. Steven's a very logical person, so he thinks, okay, the easiest way to fix it is like this. I'm more of a. I try to put my place in. I try to put myself in that position of like understanding my dad and like, so I guess it balances out because whenever we don't like something, <laughs> like 90% of the time we agree yeah. that we don't like it. Oh, okay. <laughs> and, and so you guys agree. But, but yeah, no, we, we agree and we but bring we come, it to We come up with a solution oh, for it yeah. too. So it's not good. like we're just like, Thank you. we don't like this. That. It's <laughs> like, it's like, this is what I think potentially could Correct. be some options Correct. That, more than just one yeah, and that's Correct. one thing that my dad's we've always done with my dad is like that's okay if we don't good. agree with something we have to have a solution for it yeah it's very good like if that okay let's say he wants to i don't know an example he wants to do an event somewhere but it's going to be a hard place to do it or there's not enough people supporting us as an example you know okay dad look instead of doing it here let's try it over here or instead of doing this let's do this like yeah bringing in a different perspective and a different option. And that's something that like, I, I really thank God because my dad has that confidence on us to where he listens to us and, and uh, he, takes our, he takes our advice. Which is what I was about to say. It's also really nice because he genuinely takes our opinion and like the, the way that we see things because we don't just see things in like a ministry aspect because we both work in, in the production side, right? Yeah. Yeah. So it's not just like, okay, we're going to go to this building. Okay, but how would this building work for the event? Mm. How will everything work out for, you know? Yeah. So that's like other things that we bring to the table that he, he sometimes he doesn't think about. Yeah. But it's good because then we're all communicating and we're all getting it to where it needs to be. Mm-hmm. That's good. I, th- that's another thing, too. I, I think that we've done a pretty decent job of having the same heart as our dad. Mm-hmm. And that's something that a lot of pastor's kids don't have is that's that beautiful. they don't understand the vision that God placed in their father mm-hmm. or in their mother's heart. So 
I think a, a, a pastor's kid who has the same heart as their parents is more effective mm-hmm. than a pastor's kid who more effective, how more effective as support correct, as, correct. as shoulders, because correct. I do believe that being a family is very important in ministry. And it's very, it's, it's different. You know, whenever you go to a church and the pastor's kid's not involved or he, most majority of the time, pastor's kids are the worst kids in the church. I know. <laughs> right. They're the worst kids. That's what I brought you guys because I know it's something that we need to speak and you guys are such an example in what you do and unity and everything that you do because I know that you do it with, with all your heart and you can tell when people are just doing their jobs and when you love what you're doing, when, mm-hmm. we, yeah. when your heart is involved. So that's something that I really admire uh, from both of you. And I think we have Thank so you. much to learn from that and you have so much to impart into PKs uh, for this generation because there's so much confusion. Let me ask you something and you can be, uh, you can be honest. Nobody's watching. <laughs> are you calling to ministry? You answer first, Steve. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yes. You, Mom? Yeah, 100%. Yeah, 100%. What happens? No. Let me go back. <laughs> Do you think every pastor killed kid It's called to do ministry? No, I don't think so. I I believe that everyone has their own purpose. If your dad's a pastor, that doesn't mean you have to be just like him. I agree. I and that's that, and that's and that's one of the majority of the reasons why a lot of pastors' kids leave church mm, because right. they they put that false expectation or people around them or put even that expectation on sometimes them. Sometimes the pastor does it unconsciously. Yeah. Correct. Mm. And then wow. they start lifting them up and thinking, okay, I want my kid to be just like me. Correct. I'm sorry, but to me, that's one of the worst things you can do mm. because what you do is you constrict them. Awesome. You, one thing that my dad has always done with us since we were little, he always told us, if you don't want to go to church, you don't have to go to church. Wow. Mm-hmm. Since the age of what, 10, 12 years old, my, if my grandparents were at home and I can stay home with my grandparents, he'd be like, if you don't want to go stay, that that's something that he's never forced us to go anywhere, right? Wow. Mm-hmm. He's never so forced good. us to do anything. He's so never good. asked us to, to help out with media. He never help, asked us to help out with production. It was something that we saw there was a gap and we stepped into it and God gave us the grace. And then he, over time he gave us the passion to do it. Yeah. And, and I thank God because that's, that's where I, I feel like we found our purpose in the sense of yet yeah, supporting my parents doing the, all these things, but also it's God given because it was a gap, but it was, it's a hard gap to be in. You get me? Yeah. It's really hard. And especially being a pastor's kid. And like the way I said with the expectations, mm. those false expectations that a lot of pastor's kids have, that's why they go into drugs. That's why they start having sex at a young age or they leave the church or, or they, you know, go away for many years and go to college and go crazy. And then they come back and then it's because they put those false expectations and then they reject the calling of God in their life because they say, well, I don't want to be like my dad. I'm myself. And that's one thing that my dad has always taught us is like, you are yourself. You have your own calling and you don't have to be like me. He's mm. never put that pressure on us. He's, and he's even told us, mm. he's like, you're you. Like Steven, yeah. for example, you know, Steven is very unique. He's very I was going to ask you that. That was my next question. In one minute, can you tell me, how do you deal with uh, being yourself and versus what people demand? Oh. Or how you should. Uh, it's going to be funny. I love Look it. or do. I, I love it. I love just being myself because like I, I've been told before the way I dress or the way the way that like my images <laughs> isn't <laughs> very respectful to my parents. Um, but the Lord said to come as you are. And that's just the way I am. I, I, I believe in just being myself. Hallelujah. And the Lord wants to see me. He doesn't want to see a mask. He doesn't want to see a fashion show. Yep. So yeah, that's, that's why a- I'm 
I have my beanie on. I have my jacket on. I'm in sweats. I'm, that's good. I'm just. He's you are who you are, yeah. and that's who you are, and that's what you show. Maori, tell me one. What do you do when you just want to get get out of everything? When you just want to leave? Because sometimes we have those moments. But what do you do? How do you calm yourself? Or so how do you deal with that pressure? I, I have do not quit. I, so <laughs> how do I put this straight to the I'm point? I'm a very social person with uh, certain people, and I have a very like tight friend group. Okay. I'm not saying it's a clique. I'm saying <laughs> it's a friend group. How yeah, yeah. I have people that I trust and I can be Correct. myself with. You get me? Correct. Where I don't feel like they're judging me, or I don't feel Correct. like they're they're being themselves. Like like I can't be myself with that. You're person. Maurice, you know. Yeah, yeah. Maurice you is on the walls, pastor son. Yeah, you get me? Like I never, you know, I never do anything stupid. But <laughs> but what I'm trying to say is like with my friends, I'm able to be myself. You know, I'm very big on guns and hunting and stuff like that. So I like to do that. I also have my other friends that I go out with and I go eat, like. I want to say this like the nicest way, but like I have my friends that I like, that's part of my escape. You get me? And sometimes I go, you know, hunt or I go spend the night at my friend's house. That's, but with my friends, they all go to church. Mm. I don't have a lot of friends outside of church. They all go to church. So we have the same morals, the same um, values, the same values, everything. So that's at least for me, my escape. Also prayer. Prayer is very important. Um, Having a lifestyle of prayer is hard. Mm. (laughs) Even as a pastor's kid, I, I admire my dad for waking up at four in the morning. That's very hard for me. <laughs> I pray mainly at night or on my own, you know, um, but that's, you know, that's my way of escape. Steven, I, I'm pretty sure you have a... I do the shower tactic, bro. Shower or shower video tactic? Game, or video games. Can you please share that? <laughs> yeah. I mean, not, not a specific. No, but. I'm talking about the prayer, the prayer, oh, okay. praying in the shower. Uh, Steven praying plays in the shower. Steve, Steven has this thing where he, he's... That's what I'm talking about. It's funny, because I used to get scared whenever he would take a shower because he would shut off the lights. I, like shower, shower the I shower with the lights off. Yeah. No. And, and no. with worship on. But he that? does it now, too. Yeah. I, he does it now, too. I started, like, four years ago because it's... It's very calming to not have to like see everything around you, and you could just get in what you need to do. <gasps> that's a little creepy. No, nah, it's, it's nice. Nah, that's it's so relaxing. But he plays that's worship. <laughs> but look, we play worship. We leave it like on top of like the the sink, on our phone, and we're just. That's my time. I'm alone. <laughs> no one's gonna bother me. I, I, do that, I mean, I have like a little like window. There's a little bit of light coming oh, in. Oh, so. there you go. But yeah, there's that's, somebody watching. You can that and also video you know, games, right? Yeah, there, video yeah, games man. is my escape. That's that's yeah, like my that, outlet. Steven can play video games for a while, but it's his way of like de-stressing. Yeah. yeah. And with himself. this question, that I'm gonna, Legos. When this question, I'm gonna end um, with a purpose. Are you saved because your dad is a pastor? Oh no. <laughs> That's a great question. No, I'm saved because I chose to be saved mm-hmm. because I chose to accept Christ. Okay. And that's something that I chose at a young age and Steven can probably have a same or similar yeah, answer. I, I think one thing growing up as a pastor's kid is like you, this is going to sound weird. You can't deny God because of the things that you see happen at church. Mm, that's so yeah. good. Man. You know what I mean? Like, yes, like so you good. see it happen and you, you can't be like, that wasn't For sure, real. You, yeah. oh. That, that was fake. No, you can't, you can't be like that. Correct. So I think that pushed me to be like, yeah, this is for real. I need to I need to step into that. So That's amazing. Well, I just want to thank you guys for taking this moment. I think there's a lot of PKs uh, watching or listening to us right now. And I think it's very important that they have uh, some specific uh, tips that you guys gave. Um, is there something else that you would like to share for this future generation of PKs? Mm. Something, an advice, something that would lead them to longevity? I think, I think something that's not even just for PKs, but for everyone in general, is to just give it to God and not be afraid to do that. Mm. I think that's something like, 
doesn't matter what it is, even the smallest thing. Yeah. That's that's definitely something that I had to learn stepping into like new new things was learning to not do it in myself and ask Correct. God for strength and have him support me. That for sure has helped me just stay focused, stay intact, mm-hmm. stay doing what I'm doing, stay passionate for what I'm doing for sure. And That's amazing. I would want to add on to that. A lot of PKs out there that think that their purpose is tied to their parents. It's not always like that. I know um, a great example is the Gamboa brothers who are in Upper Room. Their dad is also a pastor. Their dad also has a church, but they're not in their dad's church. Mm-hmm. They're in Upper Room and they're lifting up a ministry of worship. And you get me? Like they're not with their dad. They were at one moment and then now they're not, but they're in their purpose. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, and a great example for me is Ronald Maldonado. I see how much he supports his dad, mm. how much he yes. loves his dad. And that's one example that I've always taken is like, you know what? I see what he's doing. And that's an example for me. And I've, I have great. a beautiful, we have a beautiful relationship with him. And, and that's at least something that I would say is like, always look up as a PK, look up to the right people mm. because people are going to let you down, but that doesn't mean that you have to judge them. You get me? But look up to like surround yourself with people that, you can you can grow with mm. you get me, and they can help you guide you in the right direction. So that's something very important. And it doesn't even have to be in your church. Yeah, it doesn't have to be in your church. Yeah. It doesn't. It can be people outside your church or friends or another pastor. Um, but keeping people around you that carry the Holy Spirit, I think that's very important. That's very good. That's very good. Thank you guys. Thank you everyone. Stay connected. We have more for you for next time. God bless you. God bless you guys.